Hello everyone, welcome to Preacher's Corner. My name is Naledi and I am super excited to be here again today um, cause, simply because of the kind of word that I have for you guys today. It's, it has me very excited, it's very diverse, it, um, it comes from a whole lot of scripture and yeah, it's just going to be exciting. Um, just a little bit about my my mother past few episodes um actually just two episodes um i was speaking about a lot about sexual immorality in the church sex, sexual immorality in my own life and really just um unpacking it and sh- um just really sharing my testimony and my story of how sex really just ruined my relationship and not just only my relationship with my part my ex-partner but my relationship with god most importantly my relationship with other people that god had placed in my life strategically to really help me um um people were accountable for me you know people who were placed to help me so that we can help each other build further in the kingdom of god but anyway if you guys want to listen to that, you guys can go listen to that. It's called the first one is called the elephant in the Christian room, and the second one is called um, my testimony. Uh, sex ruined my relationship, really. Um, anyway, today's word really goes a little bit or a whole lot off of the whole topic of sexual immorality. Uh, the direction that we're going into now is completely different and. But it's very necessary. I feel that as a young Christian, as a Christian for your whole life, the one thing, the one weapon that God has given to us is his word and just how to use his word. Um, today's scripture is not, um, message is really not about um, teaching people how to use the word of God or rather it would be about teaching people the importance of the word of God so getting right into it um, my message today is called sleeping soul awakened this has been a topic that um, God gave me weeks ago but I never had a message for it but just it was literally just yesterday when, when God gave me um the message and something to write you know because you can't just open your mouth and speak when it comes to the things of god you just really need to be very careful what you say and be careful what you speak of anyway our scripture for today well our first scripture for today is ezekiel 37 it's one of the most famous scriptures in like the whole of christianity because um of really what happens in the, the scriptures really wild but anyway um ezekiel 37 we're gonna read from verse 1 until verse 11 or 10 whichever way the spirit leads it reads as follows i felt the powerful presence of the lord and his spirit took me and set me and set me down in a valley where the ground was covered with bones. He led me all around the valley and I, ca- I could see that there were very many bones and that they were very, very dry. He said to me, mortal man, can these bones come back to life? I replied, sovereign God, sovereign Lord, only you can answer that. He said, 
prophesy to these bones. Tell these dry bones to listen to the word of God, um, the word of the Lord. Tell them that I, the sovereign Lord, am saying to them, I am going to put breath into you and bring you back into life. I will give you sinews and muscles and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and bring you back to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been told. While I was speaking, I heard a rattling noise and the bones began to join together. While I watched the bones, um, the, while I watched, the bones were covered with sinews and muscles and then with skin, but there was no breath in the bodies. God said to me, mortal man, prophesy to the wind. Tell the wind that the sovereign Lord commands it to come from every direction to breathe into these dead bodies and to bring them back to life. So I prophesied as I had been told. Breath entered the bodies and they came to life and stood up. There were enough of them to form an army. Yes, we're just going to do until verse 10. Amen. That is the word of God. Um, anyway, the reason for this message and the title of it is because during this time, during the, the pandemic, um, I've been spending a whole lot of time, I can say, with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit made me realize that I don't speak. Um, in my mind, when the Holy Spirit said that I don't speak, I thought the Holy Spirit literally meant that I am quiet in that moment, which really didn't make sense because I, I was alone in the house at the time. And it's only normal, I guess, to, you know, to not speak. Um, but the Holy Spirit then started reminding me of the times that I had opportunities to speak up about things, but never did. And so that's what the Holy Spirit meant. Um, because in, in, in my previous, um, in one of my previous episodes, I remember sharing that um, my father was very strict and he is a man that literally <laughs> does not do any wrong in his eyes you know and so every time you had a difference of opinion with him he always um literally um makes an he he, he raises his voice and tries to he doesn't really listen he tries to make you feel like you are wrong even though you're right and so because he's my father that really messed me up in the sense that um, I learned to keep quiet, even to a point where when I needed to speak about things, I didn't know how to. And instead, I would just bottle everything inside. And I grew up very angry because of that, because I was always afraid to speak because this fear of speaking, um, of, 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 of speaking out was so was instilled in me from a young age. And so. Um, it's only now that I'm learning to speak out on a lot of things and a lot of, you know, a lot of things that need to be spoke, spoken about, you know. But then fast forward, the, the Holy Spirit further went on to say that the reason so many areas in my life are dead, the reason some things in my life didn't come to life or they didn't work out, the reason the enemy was able to set up camp in my own life 
was because I did not speak the word of God on my own life. It's because I didn't prophesy over my life. I didn't prophesy over any situation that came. It's because I didn't command God's blessings onto my life, that my life was the way that it was, you know. So really, the reason the dry bones went from very dry bones to bodies full of life was because God told Ezekiel to command them. God told Ezekiel to prophesy over them that they should go from dry bones to really um, be people who are more than enough to form an army. You know, in Mark 11 um, verse 23, Jesus says to Peter and his disciples that whoever believes can tell the mountain to get up and throw itself into the sea. And how do you tell the mountain? You tell the mountain by speaking to it. Listen to me. The reason there are so many dead areas in our lives, the reason that so many things are coming at us all at once is because we aren't speaking the word of God over our lives. The thing is that we need to be able to come to a point where we we open our mouths and we start to speak and we start to prophesy over our lives. Let me put it this way. Every time someone in the Bible received a prophecy over their lives is because it was spoken word over them. Too many people, too many believers, too many Christians are living unfulfilled, dull, incomplete lives because their mouths are closed and we can say that their mouths are closed because we don't believe in the word that we read you know and this is a very oh my god i wish i, w- I was preaching this live because uh, anyway but hear me when i say that just because i'm saying that you need to open your mouth and speak It doesn't mean that you must say whatever comes to mind. You have to prophesy the word of God. When you are speaking the word of God, you are shining a light unto your feet. You know, just as the scripture in Psalm 119 says, um, Psalm 119 verse 105. if If you guys must know, Psalm 119 is the longest psalm in the whole book. (laughs) <laughs> anyway um your word is a lamp unto un, unto my feet your word is a guide unto my feet a light for my path you know and that that that's really how important the word of god is when you prophesy the word of god you are speaking a word that stands forever meaning that you're not only prophesying over your life but you're prophesying over your children's life you're prophesying over their children's life you are prophesying over generations and generations to come the word of god in isaiah 40 verse 8 says that yes grass withers and flowers fade but the word of god stands forever in the niv bible i love the niv bible it 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 tells us that the word of god it it really it stands forever and so everything that you prophesy everything that you speak over your life you are speaking it into eternity because god god is in the business of eternity god deals with things forever that's why everything that he has ever created has been here 
even before we were born, before our great parents were born, and this these the things that God prophesied and spoke into existence will still be here, even after we pass away and our great 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 grandchildren pass away, and they will still be here until the end of time, until the coming of Christ. Um anyway. I was gonna read next uh, Romans four verse seventeen. It's 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 one of my favorite scriptures that I've been reading this for for like two weeks now, um, and it says that as the scripture says, "I have made you father of many nations." Um, God was talking to Abraham here, and Paul is just reiterating the scripture, and then he says, "So the promise of God." Um, so the promise that God made is good in the sight of God, in whom the God in whom Abraham believed. What I want to highlight is this part. The God who brings the dead to life and whose command brings into being what does not exist. Listen, we are made in the likeness of God, right? And it's not in our own might, not in our own power, but through the Spirit of God, through the Holy Spirit that we can, just like God, call into existence things that do not exist right now. But we have, because we are in the likeness of God, we can call these things into existence. Hence the scripture, um, Hebrews 11, that speaks about faith is the substance of, of things unseen. Because you have faith, because you have faith, you open your mouth and you call things, you, you bring into creation things that don't exist and you bring them into the current existence of our time you know and my thing is that with baby christians if i can say i don't want you guys to be a bit narrow-minded and think that now because this has been revealed to you that you're a magician and can literally call chocolate or whatever into existence no but we call into existence things that are kingdom mind kingdom minded kingdom willed things that last for eternity because god is in the, the the business of eternal destinies you know everything that was created every miracle that was performed every prophecy that was given had to be spoken by god or someone that god chose preferably at the time angels or the prophets that god chose during the time my point is that for the seas to split Moses had to speak it for the sun to not set and stay still during battle. Joshua had to tell the sun to command it that it should stop and stay right where they are. In that way, they had extra hours and they won the battle that God had sent them to. To, to, to send them into for the dry bones as we have read to become bodies full of life enough to be to form armies god had to tell ezekiel to command it and to speak it and therefore ezekiel did it and what did ezekiel do ezekiel because of god ezekiel called into existence the bodies the breath into those bodies 
He called them into existence and they happened. And that's what happens when you, you speak the word of God over someone's life or over your own life or any situations. Things come back to life, which is why I titled this Sleeping Soul Awakened because somebody had to speak over my life so that I, I, I am awakened and I am alive again. Man, I wish you guys would see how hype I am when speaking about this word because it means everything to me, you know. Um, but as I was saying, for, for the earth to be created, God had to speak it. For you to wake up, for your life to change, for you to step into purpose, for you to be impactful in the, in the kingdom of God, you have to open your mouth and call it into existence. You have to speak it for yourself. You know, we, we, I used to be this kind of person, right, where um, I used to love it when people prayed over my life because that was the only way that I felt that, Okay, maybe if someone else prays over my life, then um, this thing will work or maybe my life will change or whatever. And I did not understand that I have the word of God with me. I have a Bible. I have the word of God with me. Why is it that you always have to look to other people to speak over your life, to pray over your life, to, you know, to, 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 to lay hands over your life when you can do it yourself when god gave you the equipment to do the tools to do it yourself i'm not saying however it's wrong to have somebody speak over your life especially if it's someone that god has sent you know do not allow just anyone to be um to speak over your life you know it has to be someone god um has brought himself and you will you will just know but God gave me the tools. God, my thing is that your lips are not there for you to put lipstick on and pose like a fish on Instagram. <laughs> God did not give us a voice so that we can just waste it by saying a bunch of nothings. God gave us a voice. God gave us a mouth so that we are able to speak to prophesy, to bring out revelations inside of us, to bring them out into the world. The world is in the most horrible state, I believe, that it's ever been on. Because this, as much as we, want, we don't want to believe it, during this time is a time where Christianity is at its weakest because we have so many lukewarm Christians in the church and nothing is happening. The church is not making an impact because we are quiet. God has given us a mouth. God has given us his own words that we prophesy over our lives, that we prophesy over the lives of others, that we bring into existence the nations that God has created, we bring into existence the, the worshippers that God has created. We don't speak those things and therefore the world is in shambles. Our very own lives are in shambles because we don't speak over them. The reason you have to open your mouth to speak is because the word of God is so powerful that with everything that he created, with every prophecy, with everything, God only had to speak it only once and it came into being. 
God never has to repeat himself for something to happen. In the whole Bible, the only time you can probably count in one one hand the times that God had to repeat a promise. And that was not because the promise was not going to come true. It was because human beings have to consistently hear something or consistently see something in order to believe that it is so. And that's the reason why God, God repeated his promises. But everything that needed, um, everything that was created, every prophecy, every, 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 every vision that God gave, every commandment that God gave, God only spoke it once and it was so. That is why the word of God is so powerful. On top of it being so powerful, the word of God is, it's true. It's perfect. The word of God is so flawless and it stands forever. Psalm 18 verse 30 says that as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. Matthew 24 verse 35 says that heaven and earth may pass away, but God's word stands forever. More than anything, the word of God gives direction so that you don't have to keep going in circles in your life. I know this very well. I spent three years of my life going in circles, going nowhere. And it was, <laughs> it took the word of God for me to get direction. Um, Psalm 119 verse 13. It says that the, the unfolding of your word, God, gives light and understanding. So, the word of God is very straightforward. It's not confusing. It's not, um, it never causes confusion. It never causes um, insecurity. It never causes any fear. It just, it just is, you know. And the thing about the word of God is that once you read it, like I said, um, for me, I spend so much time going in circles in my life. I, I, I can't even just say that it was only those three years of my life, but it was um, also prior to that. You know, I spent so much time going in circles with no direction. I didn't know whether I was going forward or going back. It was just a mess. And... Uh, It, it, it was a terrible time for me because <laughs> I've never felt that dead. Anyway, my point, my point is that the word of God gives direction. Once you learn it, once you study it, it gives direction. And really Psalm 119 verse 13 actually says, I, I read the wrong scripture the other time. Psalm 119 verse 13 says that, um, I will repeat out aloud all the laws that you have given. And so we we learn about the psalmist David in the Bible. And a lot of times in order to stay encouraged, in order for him to change the trajectory of his life, in order for him to, 
you know, to really learn the word of God, the one thing that he was always, that he, he always managed to say was that, I will repeat your statutes. I will repeat your laws over and over again. And I will meditate on them. And that's because the word of God is something that you need to know of by heart. Because once you know it by heart, you know, and you keep repeating and repeating and saying it out loud and repeating and repeating and repeating, you are actually sowing seeds, generational seeds, you know. Like I said that, um, speaking it out loud, you are talking to your situation, you are talking to your life, you are talking to your soul, you are talking to another person's spirit, you are, you are awakening, you are awakening sleeping souls, you are awakening um, life within other people, you are, you, you, you are growing the seeds in places where the soil is not even fertile, but the word of God will make it so. Um, I can talk and talk and talk all day about the importance of speaking the word of God, but you have to put it into use. You have to say it, speak it over and over again on your own life in order to see the results, you know? But then with all that being said, um, just like everything in life, I can say that the word of God has a condition and the only condition that comes with the word of God is that you can't just speak it. You just, you, you can't just speak it. You also need to believe it, you know, because you, you, you don't speak something that you don't believe. What is the purpose of that? It, the purpose If you don't believe in what you're speaking, if you don't have faith in what you are speaking, then there's really no point. But I need, I need you to understand that um, just because you don't believe in what you're saying, your lack of belief does not mean that the word of God does not have power. In fact... The word of God in Hebrews 4 verse 12 says that the word of God is alive and it's active. And more than anything, it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It cuts all the way through to where soul and spirit meet, to where joints and marrow come together. And it judges the desires and the thoughts of our hearts. So with all that power, do you hear do you hear the power in that scripture? Do you feel the power in that scripture? Believing in the word of God and also speaking it over your life means that you have that power on your side. And having that power on your side, nothing can befall you. Hear me what I'm hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you will not find yourself in any situation. The Bible never promises us that life will not get hard just because we believe in God and, and, and the, 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 the gospel of Jesus Christ. What the word says is that because we believe, we will get through it. At the end of the day, life is life and life happens to the best of us. But life doesn't have to, be, to stay dull. Life doesn't have 
we don't have to be defeated. We don't have to be um, um, kicked down. We don't have to be crushed. We stand up and we speak the word of God on our lives. And we stand up stronger than we, 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 we were when we went down. We are coming up stronger than we went down because we have the word of God in our lives. And the word of God is always alive. The word of God is always active, even though we don't see it, even though we don't even think it is. But it is sharper than any double sword double-edged sword and it cuts all the way through to where your soul and your spirit meet who knew that <laughs> your soul and your spirit could literally separate where your joints and your marrow come together the word of god dissects on top of it the word of God is the... Pastor Michael Todd loves to say that the word of God is the only book that reads you. And therefore, the word of God in Hebrews 4 verse 12 says that the word judges the desires and the thoughts of our heart. Through all of this, we can say that we've learned that the Holy Spirit, um, um, the word of God is the light. The word of God is the direction. The word of God is powerful. The word of God creates. That's my favorite thing in the whole world. That the word of God creates things that were not even there. Things that we don't even think of. Speaking the word of God means that you are creating a destiny. An eternal destiny for generations to come. The word of God awakens the sleeping soul. The word of God heals. The word of God performs miracles. The word of God is pure. It's flawless. And it is the truth. So you can trust that every time you speak it onto your life, onto the lives of others, you are speaking what is right. You are speaking what is pure. You are speaking what is flawless. You are speaking what is light. You are speaking power over your life. You are speaking direction over your life and other people's lives. You are speaking creation over your life, over the lives of others. Through speaking the word of God, we birth things. We birth, let me not say we birth things. We birth people inside of us, inside of other people, worshippers, preachers of the word of God, teachers of the word of God, singers of the word of God. We are creating melodies inside of us with the word of God so that we are able to worship the word of we are worship to we are we are able to worship God with the melodies that are created inside of us. Do you hear do you see the importance of speaking the word of God? The enemy's plans can never prosper, can never win. If we speak the life, the, the, the word of God over our lives, the enemy will not be able to lie to us if we know the word of God for ourselves and we speak it over our lives. Too many Christians are quiet in this life. Too many Christians are t too quiet in the church. And that is why we have things like sexual immorality. <laughs> because we don't speak. We don't teach 
young people about the reason why God created marriage, the reason why God created sex. There are so many things in the world that are defined by culture and are defined by the world at large and people in the church fall victim to the things that are in the the things that would not have been fallen victim to if we opened our mouths and we spoke the word of God and the revelations that God brings to us. It's so important to speak the word of God. And I really hope, I really hope that your life changes because you are speaking the word of God over us. Over, over yourself over other people, over situations inside the house, where there is division, you speak unity of the word of God, where there is sickness, you speak healing in the word, in the name of Jesus, in the, with the word of God. The word of God says that whenever you pray, whenever you speak, believe that you have received it. Have faith that you have received it. And therefore, when you speak it, it is already yours. It is already yours. Um, I just like to pray. Let, let's just pray. Wherever you are right now, just close your eyes and just, just pray. Okay, just Father, we thank you for your word, which is a lamp unto our feet. We thank you that your word is alive and it's active, even though we don't see it, even though we don't even think about it. Thank you that your word is sharper than any double-edged sword. Thank you that your word right now has fallen on fertile soil, Father, and it is currently at work. Thank you that your word leads us in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Father, that your word has never come up empty or has ever failed to do what you sent it to do father i pray that the that mouths may be opened and lives may be changed forever i pray that destinies generations are create destinies and generations are created through speaking your word father i pray that sleeping souls are awakened father i pray that prophecies and visions and revelations are spoken over each other over our lives father i pray that songs and hymns of worships are created through the opening of our mouths father i pray that nations be formed and created through speaking lord i pray that your church may open their mouths and speak life into this world father i pray that the enemy and his plans be defeated be cast away be destroyed through the speaking of your word father i pray that healing may come through your word father i pray my god that whoever needs healing may speak your your word father and i pray father that as the grass withers as the earth passes as heaven passes we know that your word will remain the same and it will stand firm father and we thank you for that i pray this in the name of the father the son and of the holy spirit amen amen i really hope that this word um, changes somebody's life because I promise you, it blew my mind so much as I was writing it down and God was, was talking to me about it. Um, one thing that I can say is that um, God has given us three things that are weapons. It is worship, opening our mouths to worship. 
It is the word of God, opening our mouths to speak it. Um, don't only read the word of God, please. And don't only speak it, but also follow what it says. If the word of God says, don't do this, don't do it. If the word of God says, go forth and do this, um, then you do it, you know. And the last one, what did I say? Oh my God. <laughs> um, prayer, worship, and the word of God. Those are the three things that God has given to us. And through all three of them, we, all, we are always required to speak and to open our mouths. And I pray that you do that. I pray that you don't keep quiet about the things that need to be spoken. Because had I continued to be quiet, I would have never gotten back to my purpose. I would have never um, been able to preach any kind of word. Um, I'm still learning, I'm still in the process and I'm still a work in process because purpose is not a destination but it's a journey, you know. And so I'm going to grow and I hope we all grow together and I hope through anything and everything we speak the word of God even though it looks crazy but listen to me, we are created in the likeness of God and therefore speaking the word of God means that we are able to create things and situations and great situations um, that don't exist and we call it into existence and that's really my favorite part of knowing all of this about the word of God is that we have that power God has given it to us and we can stand in the authority that Christ has given to us and speak the word of God and I hope that you guys have a great day I hope that the rest of your life has ch uh, becomes changed completely and I hope that we we continue to remain strong and to just love other people love as many people as you can and yeah that's it for today i really hope that this was impactful and that we continue to grow and grow every day <laughs>